All right, welcome everyone. We are now on week two of Road to 272 with Pulse of the Heartland. Um, I'm Ryan. I'll be hosting this. We got Trent to that'd be to my right, and Bryant to the bottom. Um, if if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to the pod, um, I guess just imagine it. Imagine the three <laughs> most handsome guys on the internet here. Pointing around looking like idiots. Uh, yeah, that's typically yeah. us. But... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much us. Um, Trent, do you have the socials? Do you want to speak speak of them? Oh, sure. Yes, <laughs> I, I can. I've never done the socials before, so taking Joey's job since he is on um, vacation. You know, taking a little vacation that, out in Vegas right now. So, um, obviously, if you're watching us on YouTube, you know, Pulse of the Heartland. Our Instagram and Twitter is Heartland Pulse. And uh, Facebook is, you know, just Pulse of the Heartland as well. So go uh, check us out there. Jump into those DMs. Communicate with us. We do like doing that. So um, let us know what you think. All right. Nailed thanks, it, Trent. Friend. Good work. Good work. Sorry, Joey. You're out of a job. You suck. You go to Vegas, you lose it. That's how it goes. <laughs> Um, so, you know, just a little summary of week one as a group, we did pretty well. We went to 42 and 35 with a 54%, a little over 54% winning, which is, uh, that's pretty good. Usually when people say they can go 55, 56, you're, uh, you're kind of, you're doing well for yourself there. Um, Bryant led the pack going 12 and four. Great job, dude. Great job. Um, I was, I was, uh, on the bottom, very, very rough with six and 10, um, you know, I, I, I was, I was the one who made this fancy spreadsheet with, with stats and all that stuff and do the worst. So I, I learned one thing was if you have personal biases, maybe try to use them because <laughs> one example, one example for me was, you know, I, I'm making a prediction that Cliff Kingsbury isn't going to make it to the end of the year. And yet I picked Arizona to cover the spread against the chiefs. And I never should have done that. Just Arizona was garbage. I should have known Arizona was going to be garbage. Um, and then you look at all of us had the Giants covering, potentially winning. No why, no clue why, no reasoning behind it. And ends up they end up beating beating Tennessee. So um, sometimes you just have to use a little gut feeling too to go along with the stats, I guess. But yeah, like I said, we had a we had a winning week as a group. So good work, guys. Um, Do you have you ever watched uh, Always Sunny? Ryan, I haven't. No, there's a character named Mac, and they're like the group is conniving against each other, and he is playing both sides. That's what it sounds like in your bets. You're gonna go, I bet Cleef Kingsbury is going to be gone by the end of the year, but I'm gonna say they're doing good that way. Either way, I'm right. So, yeah, as long as he's out by the end of the year, you're good. And after last week, I really stand by that now. Boy, did they look like hot trash last week. Now, I would say the few things that I heard about that one was apparently they got a few injuries. Like, shocker, J.J. Watt is injured. He, he is yeah. not in. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins' um, suspension. Oh, God, who is the other? They, they're like another receiver down. So, I mean, they've got a decent amount of like people out. I don't know if it would have made a difference versus the Chiefs, but you could tell there's holes in, the, in, that, uh, in that team for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe this year they decided just to skip to week seven and suck instead of winning six games first and then suck. <laughs> Maybe. Make it easier uh, on us, right? Yep. Yep. All right. So let's get started, I guess, for week two now. Um, week two, the first game we're going to go over is the Thursday night game. Chiefs again uh, at home against the Chargers. 
Chiefs are uh, minus three and a half point favorites. Over under is 54 and a half. Bryant, this is your team. Go. Um, I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but it's going to go under this week. I just link with the uh, short week. Um, I would say Mahomes had that little bit of a tweak on his wrist. I don't think that's going to be an issue, but um, Keenan Allen is out. The Chiefs' Butker is out as well. So you have one team with their main kicker out for the week. Keenan Allen, the number one receiver for the Chargers, short week turnaround. I think it's going under. Uh, is it 54 or 54 and a half? I have 54 and a half. Maybe it changed since I looked at, looked right, at it gonna, this morning. I need that half point, so I'm going to go 54 and a half. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you know, last week, that kind of reminds me last week, I took the over on the Chiefs and the, or on the Chargers and the Raiders. Then that, that did not hit. It kind of reminds me of that game there. You got two powerhouse offenses. Um, are they going to actually go? That's that's a buttload of points. I should have known better than that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so 54 and a half is a ton of points. That's probably the most for the week, isn't it? Uh, 54 and a half, I believe. Uh, uh, yes. Cardinals, Raiders, 52 and a half. Vikings, Eagles, 52. So, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, for me, I took the, the Chiefs minus three and a half. Um, Chargers are good, but they don't have mm-hmm. Keenan Allen. I, you know, I said start taking personal biases. For me, I, I'm a Patrick Mahomes homer for being a Vikings fan. He's my second favorite quarterback. Um, the Chiefs just dominated week one. The Cardinals, you know, you said they had some injuries, but they just absolutely dominated. The Chargers were pretty spotty in some areas, and they're going to be even more spottier with, with Keenan Allen out. Um, one other thing is with the Chiefs that I was waiting on is to see how they do without Tyree Kill. You know, they may not have as amazing of a receiver as Tyreek was, but they have more that are good. So, you know, you replace one amazing receiver with a couple of good quality ones. I think I think Mahomes proved he's going to be fine. And, you know, the other thing is is I know you've said, said it before, Bryant, and, you know, we can put it down as being kind of a homer, but he, he has kind of been a little disrespected. It's, you know, then everyone's on Josh Allen being amazing. Matt Stafford winning the Super Bowl. He's amazing. Tom Brady coming back from retirement. He's going to be. So, you know, he might feel a little disrespected. And uh, I also noticed week one, no distractions, no TikTok videos, no uh, no crazy social media stuff. So, yeah, I think uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to be on kind of a rampage this year. So Yeah, I, I would say it, it's it's definitely you got to think of it as well as there's not going to be one receiver, Tyreek, getting all the throws. It's probably going to be Kelsey of anyone, but wide receiver by committee. And he doesn't have to force for a guy to get the touches to not get upset. So yep. I think it's going to work well in his favor. Yep, I think so. Uh, Trent, what do you think? So as we all know, I am betting money lines on every game. Um, I have the Chiefs winning this. Um, you know, like you guys said, the uh, Chargers, they did win last week, but the Chiefs, they just kind of dismantled the Cardinals. Um, so I think they keep that rolling. Um, Joey also took Kansas City money line. Now, here's a here's here's a um, interesting one. Clark took the over 54. So we got okay. the we got the Chiefs fans battling it out this week. One of us has to lose. <laughs> one of you has to lose. Clark just thinks the Chiefs will score 54 on their own. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else is just icing on the cake. Patrick Mahomes is going to have five passing and four rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Why not? 
in in the first half per Clark, but we'll we'll, we'll leave it there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the second game. I've got listed. I've got uh, Pan- I've got Panthers and Giants up. Um, for that, the Giants are two and a half point favorites, and the over under is forty two and a half. Um, that's you're sorry if I kind of messed you up there, Bryant. Oh, you're good. So, two so for me, I am taking. I'm taking the over 42 and a half. Um, both teams last week scored 24 and 21 points respectively, um, but allowed 26 and 20 also. So I, we're, we're playing defenses that aren't quite high quality, I don't believe, but I think both of them can score, especially um, looks like Saquon Barkley has, has found a resurgence here. So um, yeah, at 42 and a half, you have, you need someone to score 22, someone to score 21. So I think, I think that can be done with these two teams. So, Trent, what do you think? So, on my money line, I do have Carolina on this one. Hold on, let me pull this up. Yeah. No, wait. Yeah, I do have Carolina on this one. I know Saquon kind of looked like his old self in week one. Um, But Carolina, they lost to the Browns. Um, I'm sure Baker's not real happy about that. So, um, that's why I picked Carolina. I just don't see them losing again. Yeah, right. I, I have money line Panthers as well, just because, I mean, if you take the spread, it's minus 110. I think you get slightly boosted odds. Give me one second here. Um, the boosted odds, it's going to be plus 105 right now. So make a little bit extra money. But, yeah, I, I think the Panthers are uh, going to come back a little bit with a vengeance under Baker. Giants, they're a missed field goal away from losing week one. So thank you for covering the spread, Giants. I just think Panthers get it done here. Yep. Yep. Um, Joey, Joey's also saying Carolina with the money line and, uh, we've got Clark going opposite with the giants winning. Danny Dimes getting a little respect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, funny what happens when you get a decent coach, huh? Yeah. Who knows (laughs) what the hell he's doing all of a sudden. it It makes it a lot easier for you out there. Yep. All right. Next game Colts minus four against the Jaguars over under is 47. I uh, I took the big spread with the Colts last week, thinking they could they could take out the Texans pretty easily, and that that didn't work very well. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna hop on them again. I'm taking the minus four. Um, the Jaguars they just don't look good. They lost to Washington, who's also I mean, we don't know what Washington's gonna be really, especially once Chase Young comes back. But the Jaguars, I just don't think Doug Peterson has had has made that big of a difference right away. So I'm going to go with the Colts minus four. I feel like I feel like if there's a team that can come up faster um, and play better the next week, I feel like the Colts is that they're that team. So um, yeah, minus four for me. Bryant, what do you think? Uh, for Colts, I have the opposite. I have uh, Jacksonville covering. Um, I don't know. There, there's really nothing that re- that really made me like the Colts from week one. I mean. The, the Texans aren't really a perennially great team. I mean, that that da- uh, Davis Mills has been very good for them. Um, I, I just think right now with, with the Colts as well, they're too reliant on Matt Ryan, and we kind of talked about it before week one, is the Falcons didn't improve at quarterback, but they got better by having a different variation. You knew what Matt Ryan was going to do. You're going to throw it. I believe he had 50 throws week one. Um, as well as. Yeah, I mean, and as well as they had five fumbles. They only lost one, 
But I think a team that doesn't take care of the ball like that, I, I don't know. For some reason, I think being at home, Jacksonville is going to cover the, at least the spread of plus four there. That's dude, that's that's stupid of me because they have such a great running back. I don't know why you wouldn't use them. But well, and also and also Shaq Leonard should be back this weekend too, which should make a big difference on defense. I'm always shocked at the downfall of Marlon Mack, dude. He used to be yeah. a beast for the Colts and now he's he was brought in as a spare for the Niners. I knew once he got dropped earlier this this offseason, he was gonna be this is what he was gonna be, kinda like Odell will be later in the year. All of a sudden and you're going to hate saying this, but I thought of it when, once I saw that Packers game. Odell's going to go to like a Packers where, you know, if they're contending and he can be the number one guy that they throw to, that, that that's going to be their desperation move. He's going to make $3 million to play eight games this year. You know, he'll and, go he'll go to Buffalo. Oh, you think he's going about? I, I mean, but yeah, Von, exactly. Von Miller's trying his hardest to get get him there, and and uh, we can we already saw that Buffalo looks better than the Rams. So yeah, yeah. So. Exactly. I think he's going to wait a few weeks to see, check out the territory, see which one for sure is the best, and then sign with yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Trent, who you got? Got Indy. Um, I think you know Matt Ryan's too good. Um, mm-hmm. But again, like, where's Jonathan Taylor? Come on now. Mm-hmm. Like one of the best in the league, and I don't, he didn't have a great game. Um, I just don't think Jacksonville. I think they were getting a little bit of love this year. You know, Trevor Lawrence's second year, he kind of maybe figure it out after having one season under his belt. I don't know. So, uh, but I don't think they figure it out this week. I think we were going to go with Indy. I don't, I don't, I, what, what's the deal with Trevor Lawrence? Like he was first round pick and he is just, I know he's with Jacksonville, but he hasn't done anything to impress me for a first round for, for number one pick. Excuse me. I believe, if anything, that was Urban Meyer uh, last year. I think Could he'll be. finally get into it. But did yeah. you, if there's one thing he needs to improve on, it's his uh, pep talks, his, his pregame. Did you see them in the tunnel this last no. weekend? No. He This is seriously the tone he goes, all right, guys, let's go out there. Let's show them what we're made of. I mean, this is our team. We're, it's like, come on, like, pep up. It's week one. I'm more enthusiastic on this podcast right now, talking about the Colts and Jaggers who I give zero shits about. And he's just, let's go, boy. It, it was Broncos Nation, let's ride, but lamer. That makes sense because I saw a tweet from someone. I can't remember if it was – I can't remember if it was Darius Butler. It was someone saying, you know, you need to play as yourself. Trevor Lawrence, do not try to have a Drew Brees uh, t- pep talk or something like that. So that makes sense to me now. Okay, now I got it. You need um, to tell we, to eat some W's. Yes. That's yes, the best pep talk. Yeah. Eat some W's. Um, we have a, another split. Joey's going with Indy and Clark going with Jacksonville. I like it. At least we're finally seeing some differences in the money lines. Trent, you and Clark and everyone else, I was picking the heavy favorites week one for, for shame. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Me and Clark week one had the exact same picks except for one game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Next one we have here, Jets and Browns here. Jets and the Browns. Jets are uh, – Browns are six-point favorites. Over under is 40. I went with <sighs> – I'm making the same mistake. I'm going with the Jets plus six. I, I took them last week against the Ravens, and they absolutely got murdered. But the Jets, if you look at the numbers, they didn't play that bad against the Raiders. They got demolished, but the number, their offensive numbers look fine. Their offensive numbers look great. Their offensive numbers are actually better than the Browns. Um, they Their defensive numbers weren't much different than the Browns either. 
Um, I, the other thing is you're giving Jacoby Brissett six points. I mean, to make up six points, I I just don't trust that. So I'm hoping the, the Jets step up this week and go plus six. So, Trent? Um, I have the Jets. No, no, no. I have the Browns. Um, you know, they surprised me last week. They are one of the teams that lost me a bet last week because I did not expect them to win. Um, you know, they beat Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. Uh, so I think they can beat the Jets unless Brees Hall goes crazy. We'll see. Right. Um, I would say I have, uh, I have Cleveland covering. I've had six. I mean, I'm going to take them at six and a half either way. I I mean, I know we're kind of working on different spreads here, but still the same. I just think Jacoby Brissett, they do. I mean, the Browns have a very good defense. Um, I I don't know how much it showed versus the Panthers week one, but I mean, the Jets, even though they have a lot of young talent, I guess I don't know. Do we know if uh, Zach Wilson is back yet? I know he was out week one. I don't believe so. So you have an aging Falco, elite Falco, but <laughs> I, yeah. I'm i not too confident in it. They, they do have a lot of young pieces. I just think with Cleveland, how well they looked. We're, if they can hold off a revenge-filled Baker, I think they're going to do just fine versus the Jets. Yeah, and it's one of those deals again where – you know, I'm looking at the numbers and I should, you know, it's stupid of me to think that the Jets might be able to cover, but I'm just going with it. I don't know. Um, the other guys have the Browns uh, money line also, which I think the Browns will win. I just don't think they'll win by that much. All right. Next Patriots and Steelers. Patriots are two point favorites over under is 43 and a half. I've got the Patriots minus two. Um Reason why Steelers without J or without TJ Watt, um, their defense also allowed a ton more points from or a ton more yards um, from with Cincinnati compared to what um, the Patriots did with Miami. I don't think the Steelers have as good of an offense as Miami either. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see as many turnovers from. Uh, I, I don't know what happened to Joe Burrow week one with all those turnovers. That was just that was silly. That was out um, of nowhere. That was out of nowhere, yeah. I don't think Mac Jones will do the same. I don't think Belichick will allow that to happen. Um, I think the Patriots can maybe squeeze squeeze a win on this one. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think uh, for me, I feel more comfortable with that bet, I guess, than any others. Um, Bryant? Uh, right now, I would say I have uh, – where is it? Money line. I got Pittsburgh here. I'm pulling up just because, again, this was – you could go covering. I just like to – Imagine if I was betting more than $5 at a time that if this would make a huge difference in the pay. I mean, Pittsburgh, it's plus 110 rather than minus 110. I, I just – I don't know what it is about that defense. They do have TJ Watt that is out right now. I, I mean, Mitch had him going. Patriots, they I mean, they are coming off of a loss. But, I mean, just as well. I It just feels like when Tomlin is at home and he's an underdog, he usually thrives. I, I think I have a – Go ahead and say your piece. I, I have that stat here. Give me a couple seconds. Do we do we know of uh, Najee Harris? What he's doing? Mm, that was another thing. Uh, he is still out right now, so I would say they're going to be dealing with the backup running back. Uh, here it is. Uh, Tomlin in the underdog spot at home. He is fourteen three and two against the spread lifetime. So he wins yeah. a majority of his games when he's a dog at home. 
I gotcha. Um, last year against the spread, or, uh, New England was ten and eight. Pittsburgh was eight and ten. So that's I don't know. It's whatever stat you want to go with. <laughs> Trent, what do you think? Um, I have the Patriots starting 0-2 this year. Um, Mitch Trubisky, I think him getting out of Chicago was probably the best thing that happened to him. So I, I think he's going to keep rolling and uh, take out the Patriots again. Yeah. Yeah, I think Chicago is a good place for anybody to get out of at this point. <laughs> um, Joey has Pittsburgh and Clark's got New England money line. So. We're finally starting to see some difference split. in this pod. Good. Yeah. Yeah, we're not to. <laughs> so, so basically, you know, we might give confusing information, but at this point, pick yeah. your favorite better. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. depends uh, on who you pick for us. Right now, yes. four, 12 and four, 75% winning percentage. That definitely means it's the same trajectory the rest of the year. So. Exactly. Exactly. I hope it is. That'd be awesome. If you do that, you are the greatest uh, <laughs> handicapper on the planet. People are going to go, and why do you only bet $5 at a time? Because in my weak mind, I know if I put $15 down on a game that I'm really confident on, I lose that shit 10 times out of 10. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. This is. By far my least favorite game of the week. Dolphins and Ravens. Ravens three and a half point favorites over under 43 yes. and a half. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I haven't put a bet on this one. I have no clue. If, if I'm at the point where if it goes to four, I'll feel a lot more confident um, taking the Dolphins plus four. If it goes down to three, I'll be very confident taking the Ravens minus three. Like it's it's crazy how half a point can do that, but this might be one of those where I wait to the very end and say, um, yeah, what I just said. I could maybe buy down to three with the Ravens too by half a point. That might be the play, but it's it's either going to be me taking, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go with the over forty three and a half. I'm changing it. <laughs> I hate the spread so much. I'm going to go with the over 43 and a half, both, both possibly potent offenses. Uh, the Ravens could cover that themselves even actually. So that's what I'm doing over 43 and a half live, live decision right now. <laughs> Trent, what are you doing? I got the Ravens on this one. Um, I know the dolphins, they took out the Patriots week one. That was a good win for them. And I think the dolphins are a good football team this year. I like their coach. Uh, I mean, they're they're better than last year. Um, it's in Baltimore, uh, so I, I got Lamar Jackson uh, carrying the Ravens in this one. You know, no no car fires. You know that that always goes in the Dolphins' favor. So no car fires, no win. Like that, right? I, I I have the over as well. So I would say I'm looking at all the current lines right now, and it's 44 and a half. I think you'd still take the over, Ryan, to be honest. Even though yes, absolutely, um, absolutely. But I mean, you got to look at Week One, and and again, the Jets. They're not quite who they, you know, not as quite as good as they could be with Flacco. He threw 50 times, you know. So I mean, the Ravens' defense looked stellar versus that offense. I just think it's going to be scoring back and forth. You got Lamar Jackson on a contract year. You also have Tua and all the weapons, and they're in prove it mode right now. Um, I think they're. I think both of them. It's just going to be a, a shootout, pretty easy over forty five or over forty four and a half. And Lamar said he's done talking contract. He's done with that. 
good. Focus on the year. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So he's going to, he's going to be an approve it for sure. Absolutely. So, um, those guys are split on this one too. Joey's got Baltimore money line. Clark, I believe took Miami. Yep. Clark I, took Miami money line. I think if I had to choose a winner, I think the Ravens do. It's just, I, you know, you could tell me the Ravens w would win by 20 that week two. And I go, yeah, the Dolphins have been fake. You could say the Ravens win by three and I go, yeah, Dolphin, you know, that, that offense can just score so damn quick. Yeah, I just I hate this spread. I just absolutely hate this. I don't know why I didn't pay more attention to the the over under there beforehand, but the spread I just spent a lot of time going, eh, okay, whatever. So, and I don't know. I still don't know what Tua we're gonna get. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's good or not. That's why I lean towards Ravens. You know what you get with Lamar Jackson, Tua. Yep. Who knows, man? Yep. Yep. All right, next game. Hold on, I need to. All right, pull this up. All right, uh, Commanders and Lions. Lions two and a half point favorites. Uh, over under is forty nine. I took the Lions here, the MCDC Lions. Um. Detroit didn't look too bad against the Eagles, actually. I mean, the first few quarters they may have, but the fourth quarter they they you know pulled pulled closer. The Commanders just barely squeaked by uh, the Jaguars last week. Lions are home. I think, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Lions there. Trent, what you got? Yeah, I have the uh, the Lions as well. I like Dan Campbell. Um, they played a close game and lost to the Eagles, who I think are a good ball team right now. And, uh, yeah, I think they take this from the Commanders. Yeah, they, they barely barely squeaked by last week. So. Yeah. Brian? I have Commanders covering the one and a half. Um, there's not much of a difference, so I might as well have that one-point lenience rather than say an outright win. Um Right now with Washington, we did see this Lions team that competed with the Eagles. It was 38-35, I believe, or 38-31 last week. Um, anyway. No, it was enough, to, it was enough to, to get the back end cover to make me lose that bet. Yeah, it's 38-35. Yeah, just enough to, to cover the back yeah. over there. Okay, so 38-35, I guess regardless, if you look at that box score, that was two late touchdowns by the Lions to even make it close. So, I mean, that's 38-17. So I don't think the yeah. Lions are as good as what they project. That's also relying on if I have to choose Goff versus Wentz. I think I got to go with Wentz on that. Depends on the on which Wentz you get because that guy can – that guy can play a great game, take take you know lead you to the playoffs, or he can just be a wild card and just start chucking stuff up and have five interceptions. I mean, this is I mean, the same I'm guy that laid an egg in Week 18 last year against the Jaguars to miss the playoffs. So it, it depends on which which Carl Wentz you get on that one. And so I'm I'm looking at the stats real quick. I mean, Wentz he had three for 13 with four touchdowns. Now he did have two interceptions as well compared to yeah. Goff's two 15, two TDs, one interception. I don't know. I think Wentz, I think he's just kind of in fuck it mode. He's ever, you know, it, it's kind of the prove it year. You're on your third team now. I think he's just going to ball out this year. Yeah. Let's, let's hope. I mean, I, I like the guy. He just, you never, you just don't know what's going to happen with him. Oh, I he never heard my team. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even look to see what the other guys have. Um, let's see here. Clark. 
Clark's got Detroit money line, and Joey has Detroit money line. So you're the you're the outlier there, Bryant, Mister Seventy Five Percent. That that money. was I would say that's the only reason I'm sticking out is I took a few risks last week. I could have just as easily be complete polar opposite going. Why did I pick the you know pick eight underdogs at that point? Yeah, so. my my risks are the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Those are big risks. <laughs> All right, next we got the Buccaneers and Saints. I am taking uh, over under 44. I'm taking the Buccaneers. I just, again, I, I said it all last year. For me, I can't bet against Tom Brady. Um, the Saints didn't do garbage against Atlanta last week until the fourth quarter. Like, they did not look good. Atlanta Atlanta's not a good team, and, and they almost beat them, so – the Saints have to prove to me that they're they're something, and uh, you know last year they took out the Buccaneers towards the end of the season there where they're when they're uh, who's their who's their new head coach I can't remember his name, but when he was the interim for Sean Payton, um, took out the Buccaneers when he covered, um, but yeah I think right now I just have to take the Buccaneers minus three that's not many points so, Bryant, Dennis Allen, Dennis Allen that's it okay. Um, I am going to have the Saints cover two and a half um, is what I have the, the spread at right now. Um, they're playing at home. You have, Tom, again, Tom Brady's another year older, maybe some off-field distractions. We don't still don't know what's going on there. I just think with how they came back in the, the Atlanta game, late, late in the game, um, just as well, that, that, that Bucks offense did not look good uh, on, on a Monday night game, or I'm sorry, uh, it was Sunday night versus the Cowboys. I mean, they only scored 19 points in multiple get multiple times. It was field goals. So I think the loss of uh, of that of, on the offensive line is hurting them right now. I I'm looking at their injury report as well. Right now, they got Chris Godwin is questionable. They have another tackle that's questionable. I just think the injuries are kind of stacking up for the Bucks right now, and I think the Saints pulled out at home. Julio Jones looked pretty good though. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see what did he what did he have here? Uh, well, I got I got Mike Evans at seventy one. I don't have yeah. Julio right in front of me. Julio yeah. five for sixty nine, no touchdowns, but he had a long one of forty eight. So I mean, he's got that spark of what he used to be too. So yeah, and he's probably his his career probably feels better now that he's got Brady throwing instead of Tannehill. So he's probably yeah. feeling a bit better. Um, Trent, what do you think? I went Tampa Bay on this as well. Um, yeah, like he said last week, the Saints barely squeaked by the Falcons, who aren't supposed to be a good ball team this year. And uh, and you said it too. You just don't bet against Tom Brady. Uh, they might have looked like garbage against the Cowboys, who the Cowboys looked terrible last week as well. But Tom Brady is always going to keep you in the game. Mm-hmm. What? I guess first off, we'll go with the other two. Joey's got Tampa Bay money line. Clark's got the Tampa Bay spread. So, again, one outlier here, Bryant. <laughs> Mr. I mean, 75%. I'm either going to sink right back into the group or I'm really going to fucking skyrocket <laughs> out of here. So, um, When, you know, back in the 90s, Dallas was America's football team. When is this crap going to start? Because every year it's the same thing. Dallas is Dallas is Super Bowl bound. Dak Prescott is so good. He's going to lead Dallas to the Super Bowl. When is this garbage going to stop? Because it's not going to happen. Dallas Dallas isn't that great. They're, the best chance they had was maybe two seasons ago when they had an absolute stellar offensive line. 
that's gone. Um, a lot of your money's in Z right now. A lot of your money's in Z and Dak. Uh, their head coach, he's – how he's still head coach, I don't know. I mean, you squash enough watermelons, <laughs> you can you can really do good stuff. You know, it's kind of funny. One of the guys I really wanted as the Vikings head co- coach was Kellen Moore. And I'm very thankful we, we don't have him. Like, I'm very happy with who we have now. It's it just mm-hmm. – we need to stop pretending Dallas is a Super Bowl contender every year. Mm-hmm. I think they that were... I think that's just the media, dude. Yeah, see, they, they were – was that in the playoffs last year that they made it? And then and Dak Prescott had, like, the worst clock management play of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he ran too far and, and ran the clock out. Yep. And the, and then the Broncos and, and uh, Russell Wilson said, hold my beer, and then ran yeah. 30 seconds off their clock. <laughs> I, I can, oh, can – if we, if we don't mind changing the subject real quick, that was the absolute – like. You either like the Mannings, they like Peyton was pulling his hair out. It's like you either call that timeout at fourth and five right away, or you know what I'm saying, or you, uh, I just, and then they choose to kick it after you have a $165 million guaranteed quarterback that you traded all these picks, all these players for, and then you kick a 64 yard field goal. They counted on Pat McAfee today how many times Peyton called timeout. What's, what's your guess? I'm going to have to say something super high. Let's just say 18. 62. I saw, I saw he that. He did that timeout, 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 timeout. He did that 62 times. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like in 30 seconds, like, oh, yeah, timeout every other second. 62 times. And, oh, my God, he was probably having an aneurysm over there. Timeout, 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 timeout. Yep. Oh, man. Four five head, man. <laughs> Oh man, they should have made him. They need to make him GM. Get Elway out of there and and make him GM or something. I honestly, I think I don't think he's gonna do other than this, where it's just super relaxed. I almost this, and this is just college football fan. I mean, I want to see him just go to Tennessee, bring him back to 1998 again. He could bring in any recruit in the country he wanted. Yeah, I feel like his Omaha production stuff is getting too big at this point. That he's going to be all media at this point. Oh yeah. Either way, that 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 man's set for life on money. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Eli, and Eli, Eli's got a pretty good personality too. That that goober. Yeah, you think every time you see him in a in a meme photo, you're like, this mouth breather, just just oh. <laughs> and then he, and then I hate it because it's like God, he's kind of funny as shit when, he, when he he's is. doing this, like just flipping the double birds and stuff. It's fun. It's, he's awesome. Yeah, I on the Manning cast, I prefer Eli to Peyton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I don't know. The only Peyton clip I heard because we were because we were recording when uh, when we were when they had it gone. You know, this last Monday. And one of the things they were talking about, you know, Russell Wilson, them doing a tribute for him and all this stuff. And and who was on there? Shannon Sharp was on there and asked uh, Peyton, did, what uh, what did Indy do for you? And Eli's like, well, that's a little bit different. He got cut from Indy. Peyton's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, thanks, Eli. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man breaks his neck and then his brother has to remind him he gets cut too. My God. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right, we'll move on here. Um, next game, Falcons and Rams. Rams are 11-point favorites over under is 47-and-a-half. Stupid me, I'm taking the Rams minus 11. I just the, – the Falcons have a terrible offensive line. Sorry, Joey. Falcons have a terrible offensive line. Aaron Donald, he's going to have a huge game against them. 
I don't, I, you know, I don't know if the Rams are as bad as they look last week, but I think they're 11 points better than, than Atlanta. So, uh, Trent. Um, I have the Rams here, obviously, as well. It's you know, a $5 bet to win about 65 cents, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going big money there. Uh, yeah, so Rams. Big money, big money. Yeah. Bryant. What about you? I swear I'm not planning this, guys. You can see it written on there. I got Falcons plus 10 and a half here. Right now with the with the injuries at the Rams, and again, like we said, the Rams didn't look good. Now, it's probably the best team in the NFL right now, Bills. And I'm saying that even above the Chiefs. Chiefs, they, they got lackluster on defense late in that game, and I think if you compete for championships that got that hunger, you play that whole game. I don't care that there's six minutes left and you're up four touchdowns right now the bills look the most stable but i would say i still think i mean remember it took the saints uh you know a, a, a late fourth quarter comeback to get this win versus falcons so i think if they can get ahead of it i mean and probably hone in on um cooper cup i would say i think you're gonna be i think they're gonna be just fine i mean ten and a half is a lot this is also counting in for me i always think of like the rams could be up by 17 in the fourth quarter all the Atlanta has to do is get one garbage touchdown, make the field goal, and then yep. get within ten. So I, I just think ten is a very large spread on this one. No, I I a hundred percent agree with you. I just have a hard time laying money on the Falcons against the defending Super Bowl champions. I'm with my boy Joey. The Falcons are gonna cover. They're not gonna win. They're gonna cover at least. That's fair. Yeah, see, I'm That's with you. Fair. I hope they win by eight. I hope the Rams win by eight. You That's dick. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> so that way, Bryant can't keep pulling away from me here. Oh, shit. No, you need the Rams to kill them then. You need the Rams yeah, need to go the, by like 15. You oh, you got, yeah, covering. Like, you got them covering. Yeah, Rams by a hundy. Okay. There, there, you, go. Go. <laughs> there you go. That's better. Um, Joey has the Rams winning, of course. Uh, Clark's got the got the Rams spread. So Okay. I we're like we're def- definitely starting to see some differences here. Clark Clark says Rams by a hundy too. Yeah, <laughs> you know him. He's a huge LA uh, LA Rams fan. Think right. very thankful he's not in St. Louis anymore. They're not in started, St. Louis anymore. Yeah, started liking them when they moved to LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big Cronky I'll, fan. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to see a St. Louis character that he could bring onto the pod here. I don't know how that would dress. Probably like a Cardinals hat backwards, flat brim. I don't know. We, a band aid sure. under his eye, like Nelly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got Seahawks 49ers. I what? What did you have as a spread? I had nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a yeah. half. So nine and a half. Uh, 49ers are favored over under 42 and a half. I'm I'm going to Operation Fade Trey Lance at this point. Trey Lance has to he has to show me something. Nine and a half points is a lot of points, you know, by a team that looked like garbage lost to Chicago, who I thought was going to be a bottom barrel team this year. And the Seahawks look pretty decent actually. Gino Gino held his own this week. Um, so yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks plus nine and a half. Bryant. Are we agreeing on one? Yeah, they wrote them off, but they haven't wrote back like. I don't know, Gino. You've had a pretty uh, – your career's pretty been spoken for. I think we've been in a fair assessment so far, you know. <laughs> um, I also have Seahawks covering nine and a half. That game – now, the Broncos aren't the greatest team either, but I think not only with that, I think Pete, Pete Carroll has a little bit more 
of Pete running that offense. And it's almost like reminds me of like just Kirk Ferentz. It's like, we're just going to play. We're going to be in each game and not let Russ cook. And maybe it gets out of control here. So I think not only with that Seattle, I mean, they had to, like we mentioned earlier, they got to bring, they had to bring in Marlon Mack. So, I mean, they're already down um, Elijah uh, Mitchell. I mean, they got to rely on trick plays by that uh, Debo Samuel. You're, you're relying on Trey Lance and or Jimmy G which I don't think any one of them makes a big enough spread to cover that nine and a half. I am, I am fading Trey Lance until further notice. Like yes, there sir. is, there is apps. I, I was very confused about that draft pick because maybe he was really good for North Dakota state, but he played what nine college games. And then all of a sudden he's a top five pick. Like I, I not just that nine college games in FCS football too. He, well, he, he, it was, it was 16, but he played, he went 15 and 0 and won the national championship. Okay. Then it was the COVID year and they had that one game. So he played 16 games and that was it. They just, yeah. I, I mean, I like you said, but it's, it's FCS and not that it's terrible, but that's not an indictment like, like Alabama winning the national championship. You know? Yeah, I mean, and Carson Wentz had a full career in North Dakota to back up, back him up. He had mm-hmm. one full season with this guy. So, yeah, I, I think going forward, you're probably going to see me not go with Trey Lance. Uh, Trent, what do you got? You're fading Trey Lance because you're on my bandwagon that Purdy's going to be the starter by week nine. I think okay. I think Garoppolo's going to be starter by week nine, but okay. Nope. Uh, he'll be traded by week nine. Um <laughs> So I also have the Niners here. Um, I know Gino looked good in week one, but Gino's Gino. Um, I don't know if he's going to do it two weeks in a row. And yeah. they said the Broncos. But do you think they, they can spread terrible. nine? Do you think they can cover nine and a half though? Don't matter. I got money line. No, but I mean, just, just you personally, do you think they can cover the nine and a half? I think that, yeah, there'll be a closer game than nine and a half points. If I were picking money lines on this, I would take the Seahawks. Or sorry, if I was taking the spread, I would take the Seahawks. Sorry, I misspoke there. But yeah, no, I'm taking the Niners here. Uh, Joey took the Niners money line. Clark took the Seahawks uh, spread. Smart man. We kind of agreed on that one then. Yeah. Uh, Bengals, Cowboys, Bengals, seven and a half favorites over under 43 Cowboys without Dak, Dak Prescott. I really wish I would have put money on the Bengals before Dak got hurt. That changed from plus being, two and a half. Yeah. Changed mightily. Um, I'm going to take Bengals minus seven and a half. I think, I think Joey Burrow is going to come back firing. I don't see, you know, Packers fans like to bring up Cooper rush beating the Vikings last year. That was a, Completely different situation than we're seeing with Cincinnati. So, Bengals seven and a half for me. Trent, uh, I got the Bengals as well on this. Um, yeah, Cooper Rush. What we saw, you know, he yeah he did beat the Vikings last year, but he also played Sunday night after Dak got hurt. Didn't look great. I didn't think um, Joe Burrow probably isn't going to throw an interception every other drive this week. Um, but they did. He was one of mine that let me down last week. Come on, Bengals. So one of I'm many. still riding with them. Still one of many. Come on now. No, I'm he was still... one of. He, yeah, you were one of many. He disappointed me too. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. I thought yeah. you meant I had many disappointments. I'm like, come on now. Um, no, no. But no. Um, yeah, I got the Bengals on this, and I would take them to cover too if I was betting spreads. Yeah, Bryant. 
Uh, I got Bengals minus seven and a half. Um, they said after the game last week, Joe Burrow just uh, sat there for 45 minutes and did his, uh, you know, uh, post-game interviews, but then just kind of sat there and stared at a wall. I think when the media comes in and does the pregame uh, camera work to see what he's wearing to the game, it's just going to be a white T-shirt. It's going to be the most plain T-shirt. He's going to be ready and focused. Uh, I mean, and, and also injuries on, on the Cowboys, just mismanaged. You got McCartney that, that or McCarthy, sorry, that's past his prime. I think I think they probably win by, I mean, minimum fourteen. I I mean th- that game, like I said, the the Steelers are. I I think they're pretty legit. I have them beating the, the Pats here. I I think I think Joey Burrow comes out this game and, and really balls out. Yeah. Um, Joey has Cincinnati money line and oh, Clark's got Dallas spread. I think I think he's still a butthurt Chiefs fan like me about a uh, Burrow last year. <laughs> he's just I, going uh, with Broncos. I respect that you can uh, get over that and, and yeah. uh, go Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, again, th- this is me making money. I gotta be. I gotta be uh, like financially minded and numbers and stuff. But then when we do our normal pod, fuck Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go ham on that. Um. Next, Texans and Broncos. Broncos, 10.5-point favorites, over-under 43. Man, honestly, this one was hard for me. It shouldn't have been as hard as it was. I, I really wanted to take Texas te- Texans 10.5, but I think this is going to be a Russell Wilson uh, revenge game at home. I hate the spread of 10.5, hate it so much. But the Broncos didn't play that bad. They had stupid turnovers. They were very undisciplined, but they didn't play that bad. Um, they had 433 yards. The Houston allowed Indianapolis to fi- have 517 yards. That is awful, awful defense. I'm actually taking the Broncos minus 10 and a half on this. I just, I don't know. I, I think I think Russell will cook against Houston at home. I didn't know the Trent. Texans gave up that many yards to Indy. And what is astonishing to me is they gave up, what was it, 500 and... 517. And they only scored, and Indy only scored 20 points. Yeah, I didn't see any of that's that game, crazy. so I don't know how that happened. Either. But, yeah, that's, that's frankly really impressive, actually, that they only got 20 out of that many yards. Mm-hmm. I think the Broncos can probably have another. They've got... They've got Great quarterback. They've got good receivers. They've got a good a good starting running back, a good backup running back. They've got a good offense. Um, yeah, I think I hate this one. I really want to take the Texans, but I'm going to go with the Broncos. Oh, Trent? Yep, I have the Broncos as well. I think the, the Texans is one of the teams that uh, will tied. Um, so the bet was null. Uh, but uh, they're, they're not going to win this week. And I don't if they're going to cover that 10 either i think the broncos i think russ will have the broncos ready to go this week i think russ has to sit down with nathaniel hack and say okay you're a new coach you obviously made some stupid decisions this last week listen to me a little bit here Mm -hmm. bryant i mean i think they do kind of go back and forth but i mean you you watch that game it was 17 16 in the Broncos game, it was 2020, the Colts, Houston. And like you said, Houston did give up a shit ton of yards, but they didn't translate the points. So I'm going under 45 here. I don't know why I really feel that. I just, I just feel like watching Russ. Yeah. He made some big plays, but he also really shit the bed a lot. 
Um, then mm-hmm. I'm then you have to rely on Davis Mills being the hero in this game, and I and also going on the road to the Broncos, where a lot of teams early on in the season when their conditioning isn't as great. I just feel like this is going to go under after. I'll be honest, man. I bought in on the Broncos in the first revenge game, like you said, and it didn't pan out for me. So I just think it's going to be another lackluster performance in Denver. Nope i i I respect that bet for sure. I really do. Um, like I said, I don't like this bet, but I just mm-hmm. looking at the numbers again. <laughs> I, I may be stupid. It just feels like that defense, that Texans defense, looks terrible. And and like I said, what I saw with Denver was just terribly undisciplined. That I think that's stuff they can fix within the week, especially against the Texans. So, um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Joey had Denver money line, and Clark had the Houston spread. So. All right, we kind of kind of spread out on that one a little bit. Yep, for sure. All right, Cardinals Raiders Raiders minus five minus five and a half. What do you have? Yep, I have five and a half. Yep, Raiders five and a half point favorites over the Cardinals. I'm going with the Raiders, or yeah, the Raiders money line. Um, neither team really terribly impressed me, but Arizona looked like just they were the, had the worst looking week one of any team, especially the ones that were supposed to be possible Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. Um, MW2 beta, is that coming out this weekend? <laughs> Shit, is it? I might have to log in. Maybe, maybe I'll see uh, K1 on the on the other team, and I will yep. noob to them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I Arizona just – I'm still on the Cliff Kingsbury gets fired before the end of the season. Um, I think Kyler Murray is just – let's just say I'm very thankful the Vikings aren't paying for his contract. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Raiders minus five and a half. Devonta Adams had an awesome game. Um, obviously we know him and Carr have a, have a good connection. I, th- I think they can cover it this week. Uh, Brian. Um, I got the over 51 and a half. I would say, I just think after week one, I honestly think we're kind of underrating the chiefs defense a little bit as well. And again, you know, Cardinals did get a garbage touchdown late, but guess what? Garbage touchdowns still count against the over/under. So yeah, I, absolutely. I think, I, I say, I think Derek Carr goes out balls a little bit. Cardinals are going to keep up. I think it. I mean, I could definitely see this being like a you know thirty-eight, thirty-one, but but I, I think there's just going to be points in this one. Yeah, Trent. Yeah, I'm going with the AFC West again here. Uh, got the Raiders. Um, I think Kyler, you know, they did not look good, and he had a terrible game for or against the Chiefs last week. And you know, he's probably just going to watch his bare minimum four hours of game film and you know, focus on the Xbox, and the, the Raiders are going to win. I'm looking up right now. Um, yep, the beta ran, runs from the 16th through the 20th. So, oh, good man. luck, Arizona. Good luck. It, it, that, that is that's what I love about the internet and Reddit. Someone will find some very obscure, stupid stat like that, and then they then they can just find the correlation between time periods of double XP weekend and the performance week to week and stuff. So. I mean, it's so stupid, but the data backs it up from the last what three or four seasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if if it was like last year, well, Vanguard came out and sucked, whatever. But but yeah, this is multiple years. This is a large sample size above thirty. We all know that's legit at that point. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Um, I had Joey had Vegas winning and Clark had the Vegas uh, spread. So I think we're all kind of thinking the same thing here. 
All right, a few games left. We're going to Sunday night. Bears, Packers, Bears 10 point favorites. Over under is 43. I am taking the under 43. Packers only scored seven last week. Bears scored 19. Bears only had 204 yards against um against uh, the 49ers. Um the Packers, I think their defense will look better this year this week. I mean They've played against the Vikings that had Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins in a whole new system nobody's ever seen and allowed 27, so or 23, 23. Um, the Bears, I think, will have a hard time going against the Packers, especially at Lambeau. Um, so, yeah, that's this is actually one of my favorite bets for the week in my, for me. I don't think I, I don't think Lazard is going to make it so the Packers go on a huge scoring run. I don't think they're going to score 30 points you know, this game, but, um, yeah, I'm going with the under, I see Trent shaking his head. What's his problem. What's going on. You don't, you do not throw slander at Zard over there. Ryan, the lizard. Right? King? He is going to have a great game. Packers by a milli. <laughs> Sorry, okay. David Montgomery for the bears. Jeez. It's hard to be an Iowa state fan and a Vikings fan because all your favorite players from the last Six or seven years at Iowa State are playing against you in in the same division. So we we just tough. need one on the Lions now, right? Yeah, let's yeah let's get uh, I don't know next year maybe Xavier Hutchison probably be on the Lions. <laughs> Brock Purdy will start for the Lions next season. Yes, yeah. Dan Campbell needs to sign Hakeem Butler. That's what he needs to do. I can't believe Hakeem Butler hasn't landed somewhere in the NFL and stuck with the team. I he got I hurt know. his rookie year and never played, and that was just that was it. He's in the CFL now, though. Good. Canada appreciates him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got Green Bay covering ten. I just think even if uh, Lazard isn't a hundred percent, you're going to have your number one receiver back. You're going to, you know, the, the Packers also had a couple drops in that Vikings game that made it, you know, that could have gone, I, I guess. Now you got to connect on those this week. Uh, you're also bringing in a bears team that relied heavily on not only monsoon weather and rain on a team that lost its starting running back that has a decent amount of injuries that had Trey Lance and you can only win by nine points. I just think we're going to see the real bears this week and we're going to see more of what the real Packers can be this week as well. I don't think the Bears are scoring more than 10 this week. Yeah. So long as the Packers score 21-7, I mean, sounds right, 21-3. I just don't think that offense with an Ohio State quarterback is going to do much this week. No, no. Um, Clark's got the – oh, go ahead. This is off topic, but Bryant brought up Hakeem Butler. Remember in the draft a few years ago when it was his draft – and it was that was the DK Metcalf draft as well, and those are like the two best receivers. Like DK Metcalf's going to be terrible. Like he only got the pub for this draft because of that one picture where he's super ripped. Yeah, Keen Butler's way better. Yeah, we, we were wrong about that. <laughs> yeah, we are. Well, I mean, you got to pound You got to pound your chest and be a homer, man. This is yeah, Keen well. Butler. He's going to oh, one guy's in the CFL and one guy's probably going to be. Did he get a new contract this year? Yeah, he yeah. Yeah. And one yeah. guy just got paid in the NFL. So yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Joey's got Green Bay winning money line and Clark took the Chicago spread. Oh, covering. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you were to tell me that the Packers kind of lay a goose egg again and, and barely beat the Bears, I could see that as well with that receiving core. So, I Did don't you know. watch any of that game, Brent? Packers um, and Vikings? A little bit. It was the only at the Chiefs game as well that's, at the same time. That's right. So it was kind of changing. They uh, Rodgers was looking super frustrated. Mm-hmm. He On the sideline, he was just pissed the whole game. It was kind of fun to see. But I don't know. He might be rethinking this whole retirement thing with with what he's seeing with his receiving core now. I just think with a guy like him and like like Burrow, like we just said, Burrow, he's gonna have the the Kubrick stare. He's just gonna be, you know. I think Rogers gonna do that same thing. He's a guy. He plays like shit one week. He goes out and balls the next week. So yeah. I'm gonna put my Aaron Rodgers. We or saw Justin that last Fields, year. Aaron we saw that last year. Rodgers had an awful week against the Saints week one, and then goes on and wins MVP. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, two Monday night games. First Monday night game, Titans and Bills. Bills, 10-point favorites, 49-and-a-half is the over-under. Um, Bills minus 10. I'm just – Titans Titans aren't good. They just aren't. Bills are awesome. Bills might be the best team in the league. Bills. Trent, you're shaking your head there. I like, I like Bills. Bills. They're the Brian. AFC representative for the – Super Bowl this year, so we're going Bills. They're going to get one here. Then the Titans kind of laid an egg last week, so um, could yeah. get Derrick Henry going, so Bills. Yep, right. Uh, interesting stat. Give me one second. On the Titans, uh, did you know that Ryan Tannehill played receiver in college? I heard that. Yeah, heard that once or a hundred thousand times. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to keep saying it every fucking week. Just pretend. Um, yeah, I got bills minus 10. I mean, the Titans now the Titans lost on a missed field goal, but that game, if you're not, if you're struggling versus the giants, the bills have a vendetta. They're on a mission. Josh Allen. I picked him as MVP looking solid so far. I bills. I mean, if, if it was bills, 34 Titans three, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Um, Joey, obviously with Buffalo, this one's, this one's a little interesting to me. Clark's got the over 50 on that one. Now. Bills 50, Titans zero. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like you have to, he has faith that Tennessee is going to score. That's, that mean, good for him. I, I have no faith that Tennessee is going to score against, against Buffalo. No, they, they. Not enough to cover. Like doo-doo. They look like doo-doo, and they looked like doo-doo against the Giants. So, Yeah. And, and not saying the Giants are terrible, but they are far from the, the best team right now in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. And your, your uh, last Monday night game, you've got the Vikings and Eagles. Eagles are favored by one and a half. Or are they two and a half? No, they're two and a half now. Yeah. Um, Over-under is 52. Um, Vikings money line, underdog money line. It's my only underdog money line. It's my lock of the week. They they looked amazing. Jefferson's best wide receiver in the league. Cousins is best uh, quarterback in the NFC North. Um, Coach Cock has the best nickname. Um, yeah, Vikings. Vikings they by Millie. They got everything going for them. <laughs> yeah, they got everything going for them. Daniil Hunter and, and Zadarius Smith. I don't know if you saw. I, I love those two together. Those two are so fucking awesome to watch. Um, so, yeah, I've got the Vikings uh, – Going two and zero right away, uh, Brian. You're not the you're not the homer. I want to. I I got I couldn't. This was I so I usually go by 
who I'm confident on spreads or to win the game when I'm going through this. And this was one of about four or five games that I couldn't make a decision one way or another. And then, like you said, then I just started looking at over-unders. I think this one's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to go over. I, I had a perk on my fantasies team, so I could at least see the stats if I didn't watch the game. And he balled out last week. I think Jalen Hurts, I, I mean, and again, this is hoping – again. Garbage time points are points all the same. So I think I'm going to instead of betting, betting all the unders this week, I'm going to flip it. I think I think this is going to be a uh, this is going to be a showstopper for Monday Night Football. Trent, Vikings money line, they're winning outright. Let me see here. What? Give, give me one second. I'll pull up the odds on that real quick. I mean, you'll be, I would say instead of covering, it, it's plus one hundred five right now. So slight underdogs make a little bit more money if you just bet the money line. So yeah, that's what I, did. I got yeah. plus one hundred eight on them. But nice. Not not a huge not a huge difference. Um, the other guys have Vikings money line also. One team one team looked amazing. The other one's just kind of like yeah, may whatever. So I'm gonna go uh, with I mean, the amazing team. I mean, again, remember the the Eagles as much as close as that Lions game was. It took a, a, a fourteen point fourth quarter by the Lions to even make it close. So I I, I stand by my choice. To be honest, if I had to choose, I was thinking the Eagles were going to win, but I just think it's going to be points. I, I really can't choose really one or the other. It, it feels wrong. <laughs> you took the over fifty two. Uh, so the right now the the current odds on I'm looking at all lines right now on, on that yeah action network I have 50 and a half so okay I, I'm gonna take yeah. that extra point and a half I get on my side so I'm hoping I'm just hoping the Vikings take and this is just personal bias conversation aside be, you know mm-hmm. not many I'm just hoping the Vikings take that you know keeping Packers to seven points defense for going forward that's all I'm hoping for um it's probably not gonna happen but Guy can dream, right? This will be the indicator if the Vikings are for real, if they're frauds right now. Like yeah. you said, they, they beat up a Rodgers without his number one receiver. You, you know, and not like one receiver makes the difference. I'm sure there's other injuries as well, but they look damn good. The Eagles look damn good. There's going to be a clash. I just hope. And again, you know, I have no qualms with the Vikings. I hope they do beat them because, again, Eagles, eh, give or take, I give a shit less. But the I'm fans kidding. eat horse poop, so. And punch horses. So if you're pro fans eating poop and punching horses, no. If it's for my entertainment, I, I will I will accept it. <laughs> if it's for me to laugh at them, yes, I will. So eat poop, peasant. I don't know. They they had McNabb. Syracuse is my number two favorite team out there. They had McNabb for all those years and and, and ex Andy Reid, so I don't know. I, I really don't have anything too bad against the Eagles. I do thank them every time they got rid of Andy Reid though. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So that is week two. Um, we'll be doing this. Uh, first off, I'll be trying to get this uploaded tonight. So Thursday morning, you should hopefully be listening to it. It will also be on YouTube. So check that out. Uh, week three, we'll be doing same time, same, same place. So um, keep on the lookout for that. Hopefully uh, we, uh, we had some differences this week, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Is Brian going to keep up to 75%? He's I think going so. opposite of me on a lot of them, so probably. We'll see. <laughs> like I said, that, that is the fun thing is you know like immediately there's going to be so many games that either bring us to one solid group and we're going 500, or maybe I, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I skyrocket and start going ever higher. So. Yep, yep. But as always, it was enjoyable, and we'll see everyone next week. Appreciate you guys for listening. Have a good one.